Jenny, I know you are very, very excited for this week's edition of the Morning After podcast. Yep, I am a big fan of psychic mediums. <laughs> and I know it's not for everybody. And I should mention, too, I am a Christian. I believe in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I don't want anybody to think that this is some way of being sacrilegious in any way, shape, or form. It's just that I think when... If you've lost someone, and I've lost a lot of people, we'll go into that after we play our interview with Tyler Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think that you want so badly to feel that you can have some sort of communication with those who we've lost, that we love, that have sure. passed. Sure. And I think even if it's a bunch of BS, it's fun to believe. Sure. There are some people who feel that way about religion, ironically. Like, there are some. You're right. I am, I am not one of those I people. I know. With you. I know. But there are some people who feel that way. But, you know, even if, I've always thought of this, even if, if, if religion, let's say, it's totally made up, right? Let's say there is no God, right? Which we hope that is not when the we case. We do not believe that, right? No. But if not, the original purpose behind religion was to, hey, let's, let's all try to be good people so we get into heaven. So, worst comes worst, you got. A world full of good people, and that's all we can hope for. Of course, this brings to mind Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. Look at me quoting the Bible, which I am not usually able to do, but it's not about works. Hold on. I'm actually going to look up the verse. Boy, we just got religious up in here. Yeah, I didn't really expect this. I didn't either. Poor people, just they just want to hear from Tyler Henry, but hold on. First, Jenny has <laughs> First to look up <laughs> Ephesians. A what? Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. For what? it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. So really, it's not our good works that get us into heaven. By the way, if my mom's listening to this, she is so proud right now, the fact that I just quoted an actual Bible verse wow. that pertains to what we're talking about. Anyway, point is, we believe in God. We also think this is kind of interesting, and um, I don't know. This is what Tyler Henry had to say on our show the other day. Q104's Morning Drive with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews. Hello, Tyler. Hello. Tyler Henry. This is so cool getting oh, to talk to I'm you. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh, my gosh. I, I think everybody knows your name by now, that you're a clairvoyant. You're known for Hollywood Medium with Tyler Henry. You've got a new Netflix series, Life After Death, which is pretty cool because it, it's a look into your personal life and your gifts and how you help grieving people find closure. And I think I'm totally into what you do, especially because I I have personally lost so many close loved ones. And so I, I just know that I have a, a heart to want to believe that they're still around me. And, and you really do say that that's how it is. Sure, absolutely. You know, the goal is validation in every reading that I do. I used to think it was about closure, but as time went on, I learned that closure is really kind of a work in progress. Yes. And grief is a work in progress, and we're all just kind of work in progress. It goes on as long as we're on this earth. We're going to think about our loved ones that we've lost. Exactly. And if anything, you know, grief doesn't go away. I think we just kind of grow around our, our grief. And so I think of it almost like carrying weight. And some people carry weight differently than others, and so we all kind of carry grief differently. Does it feel so good for you to be able to, and I I don't want to use the word closure, but like when you are able to connect someone with a lost loved one and to give them, and I know you can see it in their faces or hear it in their voice or, of course, the tears, but how does that make you feel inside that you're able to give that blessing to somebody? Oh, it's so cathartic for me just as a human being, being a part of the process and just doing the reading. um, It really evokes a lot of emotions related to my own grief and loss and experience. And I find that very often when I'm sitting with a person and delivering a message to them, I find that I myself am meant to hear that message and uh, maybe should take heed of it as well. So I, I find that every reading I learn something more about human nature. I learn something more about myself. Um, and I often see myself in the people I read. All right, Tyler, uh, Mike Keller here. I have a, I have a, I don't know how else to word this. How do you, 
How do you start in the business that you've that you've that you've now developed? Like, how do you realize that you've been blessed with a gift like this? Like, did I like I, I don't know how else to word it. Did you freak out at first? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like look what oh I my can god! Do. I hear voices in my head. Like, how how do you get started? How do you control that? How do you channel that? Like, how does that start? I'm fascinated by this. Yes. No, it's a great word, channel. Absolutely. You know, I I found that very much. You know, growing up, I always kind of beat to my own drum, so I was always a little weird, weird enough to kind of just listen to my own inclinations. And I think that actually helped serve me later on into adulthood. Um, I had some very strange experiences from the ages of 10 on. And these moments of kind of knowingness, as I described them, were really my first brushes with disability. And so as time went on, you, know, you don't recognize that as something you can do as much as just something that kind of happens to you. And one thing led to another. I, I found that word of mouth spread very quickly. Uh, you know, I would tell people, if you're real, if you can really talk to dead people, <laughs> you're not going to need to advertise. Right. <laughs> and how true those words were, because I had people within a year coming to my front door, leaving notes. I read the dean of my college and he told me to quit school. Um, one thing after another happened and it just led me down this path of realizing this was my life's work. Now, I don't think that I have the gift and the skill that you do, but I, I can say this and I wonder if you have any thoughts about it. Um, my brother passed away several years ago and there have been a couple of real specific times where I, I'm telling you, I felt him with me. I felt it. You know, do you think that's real or is that my mind just wanting it to be him or what? I mean, what do you think about that? Sure. Well, first, I'm, I'm sorry for your loss. And, and second, Thanks. I would say when it comes to that, you know, meaningful coincidences are the biggest way that our loved ones come through. We think of dreams as being kind of the main way, but for a lot of people, it's not the case. I, I always say timing is often a message in and of itself. Right. And so if we look at those meaningful coincidences, those moments where we kind of get the chills and we're like, all right, what's going on here? Yeah. You know, those moments are our validations. And I think that we live in a universe that is statistical. Coincidences occur. It would be kind of weird if they didn't. But it's really not about the coincidental nature. It's more about meaningful coincidences. Mm -hmm. When something evokes such a strong feeling in you that it's undeniable, I think those are the subjective Yes. Um, you know, validation. Yeah, because that's so it. It was so real that I'm like, this, I absolutely know. I don't know. And, you know, mm -hmm. I don't have to prove it to anybody. I, I know it in my heart. But, you know, it is an interesting thing when you when you really feel the connection like that. Of course. Yeah. And I one quote that comes to mind is just, you know, we shouldn't have to make signs fit. We shouldn't have to search for signs. If something is a sign, it'll leave you feeling like that was an uncanny experience. Honest question here. So I've, I've been lucky enough in my life to where I really haven't lost anybody terribly close to me yet. Hold on. Knock on so I think because of that and I don't mean this disrespectful but you know I do find it harder to believe whereas you know I know Jenny you are all the way in on this to sure. somebody who maybe is skeptical like like I like I can yeah, be totally. what is there anything you can say that sure. might convince them or is it do I need to and again knock on wood this doesn't have for a lot it, it do I need to lose somebody close to me before this is something that may affect me no you know I think that's that's one of the, the natures of the conversations I think there's there's great value in skepticism and in critical thinking and I think in our society we have such kind of a binary opposition to things we think if you're spiritual you can't be skeptical and if you're skeptical you can't be spiritual and in reality I think you can I, I think that those two worlds can coexist 
I would say having a personal experience with grief gives people an insight into the meaning behind the work. Okay. Um, I think people who are grieving, they have an understanding of the importance of the transformative nature of reading. Whereas if somebody hasn't experienced grief firsthand, you might go, oh, okay, that's nice, you know, whatever, good mm-hmm. for them. Um, but when you're affected by it, it, it adds more subjective meaning. Yeah. Um, objectively, I think you can look at reading. There's some situations that you might be able to explain away, but if you look at the bulk of the work, it's just impossible to fully write everything off. And in that's just kind of what I would say. Yeah, no, okay. I, I get that. I really do. And I appreciate but your answer there. You know, I, I get You've got a new book called Here and Hereafter, uh, recently hit number one. Congratulations. Hey, boy, on- Tyler. Yeah. yeah. And you've also, you're, also, you're doing a live it. tour that is selling out across the country. I mean, you are wildly popular. Um, and I'm happy for your success. And just, and I, just, I hope, and I'm sure people do, but thank you for the blessing that you are to be able to give people the peace and just, um, I don't know, there's something about knowing that your loved one is okay. You know, you just want them to be at peace and okay. And, and that you can give that to people. That's a beautiful thing. Of course. Oh, well, I feel honestly privileged to be a part of that process in any way. And I, I'm so thankful for the people that trust me and let me into their lives. And, and I really feel like every reading teaches me something about my own story so I don't take it lightly and it's really humbling every time (laughs) yeah absolutely Tyler Henry I know you're a busy guy thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us thank you both I hope you have a good rest of your day yeah good luck with everything and and Tyler you gotta add on to that tour man because Kansas City's not on that list we gonna need to change that Tyler come (laughs) on man I'm gonna be coming. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be there. You get ready. All I'm right, we can't wait. We'll have the barbecue ready for you, my friend. <laughs> All right. Bye, Tyler. That's right. Thank you. Bye. 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 I still can't believe you quoted the Bible like 10 minutes ago. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Quite frankly, I can't believe it either. I hope by now you've probably gotten a text from your mom, too. Just I'm no, so proud of you. She's proud. Yeah. Right, there we go. Well, because I, and, and on that note, just of religion, I think we did a whole podcast on religion, didn't we? If we go back in our archives. I believe I so. Like we did. Um, yeah, I, I, I do have a, a strong belief and faith in God, and I believe God has been there for me in, in, in some of the hardest times of my life and the good days, too. Yeah. But um, I do. I have lost a lot of people and (laughs) the idea that a psychic medium, I know there's so much like hypocrisy here, but the, but the idea that a medium could bring a message to you (laughs) from someone you've lost. And I know that even sounds ridiculous to some people, but I've had personal experience with it. And, and I do think there is something to it. You know, have you ever had just a really strong gut feeling about something almost a psychic sense i believe we all like have that within us do you know like i i believe in a gut feeling i respectfully disagree and do not think it's a psychic sense i think there's a difference night and day between a gut feeling and a psychic sense i kind of think of it as the same thing ish i mean whatever but (laughs) i do think that we all have that we can tap into like they're I don't know. I just think we can tap into something within ourselves. Stop this conversation for just a second. Because I appreciate what you're trying to do. You're trying to appease everybody, and I appreciate that about you. But no, I'm really not. Well, this is how I feel. Well, you're, I know, but you're you you're apologizing. You like apologize. You're not apologizing, but you're like you're trying to justify it, and it's how you feel. You don't have to justify it. If this is how you feel, you can believe in God and believe in psychic mediums. You're allowed to. And if anybody doesn't like it, hey, they can kick rocks. Get out of here. They can kick rocks. You're <laughs> well, allowed. Like, no, I guess you know what. It more for me. It's more about I. I know it sounds a little ridiculous. That's you know okay. what I mean? Yeah, like I know that. For instance, let me explain to you what happened. So we'll go into in just a minute. I've lost so many people. We'll talk about that. But mm-hmm. the I 
contacted this psychic medium who gave me a reading by phone. She was in Arizona. I had heard about her through a friend of mine who had an actual in-person yeah. um, visit with her. Miss Cleo. No, <laughs> it wasn't Miss Cleo. No. But she said, um, this lady is like, she's the real deal. I'm telling you, Jenny. Because I have gone to see Teresa Caputo. Caputo? Caputo? I really don't know how to say her she's last name. She's the Long Island medium, right? She's the Long Island yeah. medium. I've gone to see her live shows several times. And I mean, I'm just telling you, there's something... There has to be something to it because I know a lot of people are skeptical and think, oh, well, that's such generic information. Anyone mm -hmm. could know that. Mm -hmm. And I do believe there's some of that, but there's also specifics. So I contacted this lady and I did this phone reading with her. Now, she, okay, spoiler alert, my real name is not Jenny Matthews. That is my radio name. Okay. Okay. So I contacted her through an email address that is under my actual birth name. Right. Okay. So there's no way she could have gone to my social media or... Googled or you know what I mean? Like there's no way she could have actually found out anything about me. I'm just this chick in Kansas City. And mm -hmm. this isn't even where I'm originally from. Right. So she had there's nothing she could have done to done research on me or whatever. Okay. I get on the phone with her and what I liked about her is the first thing she did was started with a prayer. So that helped me feel better, like I wasn't doing something totally anti God. Lovely. Yeah, it was lovely. And then she goes into it and she goes, Whoa, she's like, Who's the cowboy? Like very first thing out of her mouth. And I I mean I I gasped because we had at that point just only recently lost my stepdad who was indeed a rodeo uh what do you call it rodeo rider cowboy uh like like he a rode horse bulls? rider he rode yeah like pbr style like a bull rider yes i okay. mean like with horses and i guess yeah. he rode a boy he was, was in the he, rodeo was he like a rancher or something like that or he just he was he was a horse guy and he yeah. had and he did all the things and he was in the rodeo and like he was but it was just so weird and he truly like we would call him a cowboy because he just he dressed like a cowboy he just he was a cowboy you know mm -hmm. and I thought that is just so weird I won't go into all the details but she gave me some real specific things about like we I've shared about my brother passing from a drug overdose mm -hmm. and she shared just some really personal things. She, she just couldn't have known about my brother. I don't, it won't make any sense if I go into the details, but right, just right, know right. that it was specific and it was, she definitely, I'm telling you, she definitely had him there. She had a connection. I'm, I'm happy it for you. It was fascinating. That's, that's awesome. And I hope when you, when you did it, I hope it brought, when you, when peace. you, when you do something like that, is that the goal? Is, is peace the goal there? For my, for me, it was regarding my brother because he died in such a tragic yeah. way. Um, drug addiction is is awful. It's awful to watch someone you love die from it. And um, I, he, he lived such a tortured life mentally because of his addiction that I do think I needed to feel that he was at peace. Okay. And I did get that from her. So again, even yeah. if it's a bunch of BS, like I, I actually feel good knowing that. And that could be worth the money, right? And by the like, way, yeah, for those of you, including myself, who might judge that a little bit, which I kind of do a little bit. I know, but I, I can, it. but I can appreciate. I'm going to pay this person money, even though they're full of it. But they're going to do a really good job of convincing me that my dead relatives are at peace. Like, okay, I could see investing in that for your own for your own heart. Particularly when it's a passing, I could imagine someone whose loved one died from a murder or something yeah. like that. I mean, really, there's a lot of terrible ways, and sure. um, to have that sense of peace is. Is good. Yeah. You, you and I, for as similar as we are, uh, we do have some some very different backgrounds and very different life experiences growing up. You've you've told you've told everyone several times about all before you met your husband. You were in some toxic relationships. Yeah. Like like me, I I really just refused to ever let that happen. As soon as someone started getting 
uh, toxic, I'd just kick her out. See ya. We're done. Good for you. And, and they'd be like, you can't break up with me. You said I love you. Yeah, but then you got toxic. Like, right. and I'm, like I'm sorry. Like, just because I say I love you doesn't mean we're going to get married someday. Like, that's that's the first step in the process. I but love how cut and dry you are with it, though. That's so like, good. I, I, I am over this nonsense. Mm-hmm. But, um, and then also, I'm lucky enough, and this is where we have to, like you heard in the in the in the interview we're going to knock on wood again here but I guess with me not losing a lot of people close to me and I hope that doesn't happen for a long time um it it is harder for me to believe in that yeah. because I don't really have anybody that I'm yearning to reach out to anyways right. uh, uh period but and and so to me I mean, yeah like there's a part of me that is like yeah, this is all poppycock but I'm not mad at you uh, and and yeah I judge it a little but I'm also not mad at you and I'm not going to disrespect or say anything bad about about those who find comfort in those services. I do wish, like, okay, so for a long time, professional wrestling would just say, you know, oh, no, it's real. All the action's real, even though it was very obviously fake and mm-hmm. it was very obviously scripted. I, I feel like maybe the psychic community, it's time <laughs> to step out from behind that curtain and just admit, all right, it's a sham, but we'll make you feel really good about well, your... Well, I, I think what's a shame, or, and I mean, good grief, I'm sham. sure there are... Well, I think there are a lot of shams. I think there are a lot of people that are just, you know, it's completely bogus. But I I do, again, because I believe in those strong gut feelings, and I believe in we all have such strong intuition. And I do believe there are people that can really tap into it. I mean, I, I do think that. Because I even think that about myself. Like, I, there are some times I can really, I, I can just tap into people. or I can, right. It's hard to explain. But um, d- death, unfortunately, has been such a, a theme in my life, which is why, and we joke a lot about the fact that I'm on Prozac now to help mm. me with my mental issues, um, but it's really not funny. I, I worried about dying nearly every day of my life for most of my life because when I was five years old, I was at my grandparents' house and my grandmother died while I was at her house. Jeez. And so that was just a very, you know, it's abrupt. I'm five years old. I don't even understand death completely. I mean, who, who, we do this day. Like there's so, it's a, there's so many mysteries behind it. You know, I, I don't know how else to explain it. It's just somebody goes to sleep and never wakes up. Yeah. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. And I was happy, um, in her case where it was literally like that. She, we had eaten lunch and then she said, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to go lay down. She went and laid down and she never woke up. And I think wow. that's kind of how we would all like to go just sure. peacefully in our sleep. Um, but it started with that. And then, I mean, honestly, like lots of relatives that maybe I wasn't particularly close to, but then I ended up losing, um, you know, all of my grandparents, mm-hmm. my brother who died of the overdose, um, a, a dear friend who actually was a boyfriend at one point in high school died in a car accident. Um, my sister's husband died in a car accident and, you know, several years back. And it's like just death, 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 death. So much of it. I'm so serious. Step, right. death, my stepdad died. Just everybody. I don't know. Just a lot of death. And so then I think that's what fueled my obsession thinking that I was going to die. I mean, literally like, and, and I, and I joke about it, but it wasn't funny. Every cold I thought, oh, that's it. This is the end. <laughs> well, know? I am happy you've gotten past that because it's Same. a much better way to live life. And instead well, I'm, of worrying, I'm living yeah, now. I'm right. living life. I'm not worried about dying all the time. Let me ask you a question. Let me put you in a in a in a position here. Let let's say that you were let let's say let's say that I'm wrong, right? And it's all real. And there are people who can communicate with those who have passed on, mm-hmm. right? Let's say you had that ability. Let's say you could speak, and someone reached out to you and said, Jenny Matthews. I need your help. My relative passed of this, and I'm just worried about them, and I want to know they're okay. And you are able to connect with that person from the beyond, and they are not okay. Do you tell that person, 
No, I am sorry. This person is burning eternally in hell. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, like, but, like, what do you <laughs> yes, want? Do you want the call. truth or do you just want to feel? Because I feel like I've never heard. And that's kind of one of my criticisms of it is that, okay, so, or, or, but then again, I don't know. When we all die, are we all just okay? I know what you're saying. Like, I know but, what you're saying. But I've never heard it's a psychic say, actually, you know what? You're, <laughs> you know, your sister, she is screwed. Like, like you know. <laughs> Like, what do you say? I'm sorry, but their soul is burning eternally in hell. Well, because I think the people that are doing this for the right reasons and truly believing that they have a gift and wanting to share it with other people, like you want to believe, like Tyler Henry, what a sweetheart, right? He was such a nice nice, guy. You know, and I I want to believe that he would choose to hold back on some information. Perhaps if it were me and I were the medium, I would say, I'm just not getting anything on that person. That would be me because I wouldn't want to tell somebody something terrible. Um, so and then they go home at night and sleep. They go, oh my gosh, like I can't believe I just connected with this person in hell today and they're just going to be miserable for all eternity. Here's what I actually wonder, and I wanted to ask Tyler, we ran out of time. I want to know, is it a constant thing? Like, is he just all day long bombarded with, hey, <laughs> you know, it's like, the, is the are the dead just constantly talking to him and he's got to like weed through it? And Kind of like, want, did you see the movie Ghost? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to hear more from him about that, about more like when he discovered it, like, do you remember the first dead person who talked to you? Well, he wrote a book. I'll read it. I'll let you know. And I'll okay. let you know if he... Yeah. His, you know, his name was Eddie. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, uh, I couldn't... I don't I can't imagine. I mean, again, I can, we can't imagine because we don't... We're not... We don't do that. And I think you can't particularly wrap your brain around a lot of it because, thankfully, you have not lost yeah. anyone super close to and you. And so... And if you're listening, think, oh, wow, I can't... You know, Mike, you still got all four grandparents. No, actually, I have zero grandparents, but three of them had passed when I was... Um, before I was even here and the only one my mom's dad was the only one even left and he passed before I was like 10 years old and I didn't fully understand death so it was fine I I don't know and here's why like let's say again let's say I could connect let's say let's say Tyler could help me connect and I would go I would I would I would want to have a conversation with my mom's mom mm-hmm. but the problem is is the conversation would not be a friendly one <laughs> she was a uh, she she had she enjoyed the whiskey yeah uh, to the point that it poisoned her body, and she passed. My mom, my mom lost her mom when she was only nine years old. Mm. That's I'm your so son's sorry age. Sorry for that. That's so that sad. Sucks. Yeah. But like, shout out to my mom for being a good mom, despite really not having an example, even when when her when her mom was alive, just yeah, drinking whiskey all mom. the time. Like my mom's just like, man, my mom, golly, all she does is she was so nosy with me as a teenager, which you have to be. Like she did. She rightfully so did not trust a single word I said from the ages of like from like twelve to twenty. She was like lies, and I'm gonna go per- because that's what you had to do because yeah. I was a liar because all teenagers lie. But I, if I could ch- talk to my grandma, I think I'd have some words, mm-hmm. and I think it would be I think it would be great to see her. But I think I'd be like, I'm kind of pissed off at you right now. Yeah. That's and that and I hope that doesn't. If that bothers you, I'm sorry. But no, that's but just I how that. I feel. Like Look, like you should have been around a lot longer than you were, but you I, couldn't I feel control that way yourself. About my brother, listen. Yeah. I mean, he should be here. He should absolutely know my kids. He should. We should be having a, a barbecue for Fourth of July. Like we, yeah. he should be here. And I'm mad about that in a lot of ways. But I also know that addiction is absolutely a disease and one that he could not conquer and that's why i truly do believe he's got to be at peace now he has to be he mm-hmm. lives such a tortured constant you know life and with addiction like it gets to where you you need the drug to survive not to feel anything anymore you you just should not be sick every day you know it's it's terrible but yeah. um so i get that there's there's anger in that and i like that you pr- protect your mom in that way that you know you you're sad that she had to grow up without a mom yeah well it's, it's sad it's not right it. All of it too. Whereas, like, and now I'm grateful. 
I'm super grateful that I met my wife and that I met her family because we just because you know everyone is like afraid like when you're dating and it comes to that point where it's time to meet the family and everyone gets nervous because everyone's like my family is crazy there's yeah. something wrong with me. look there's something wrong with everyone's family everyone's family is nuts that everyone's is so family true. is crazy that is so it ain't true. just yours so don't worry about it. and but there are certain levels of crazy to mm-hmm. each family I'm grateful for the family I married into because it's about the same amount. And I'm all, it's also been really cool because one of the people I've gotten the closest with is, is Katie's grandma, uh, Grandma B. Mm-hmm. She's the Italian. What was her maiden name again? Uh, Lenzini. Lenzini. Hey, again. <laughs> anyway, so she's got that. There's an Italian heritage there that I love, and, it's, and, and, and she's still alive and kicking. And it's cool to watch when we go to Chicago to see her family. It's cool to watch Grandma B mom julie and katie just like they'll be in the kitchen doing their classic italian thing and it's cool to just sit back and watch them especially when they have a couple glasses of wine their voices start getting louder and i just kind of sit back and i just i, I love it i love everything about it see i love that too um i married into a family where you know my husband's parents have been married for i think 50 years mm-hmm. if i'm not mistaken and like to just be around a family that had always been there was no divorce or anything like that mm-hmm. was just different and neat for me because i didn't have that it's, it's rare now yeah. too yeah but i mean don't worry there's a share of crazy in all families like again even their family i remember like as normal as it all looks on the outside i mean look there's crazy there's crazy in everybody but i enjoy uh yeah me and uh me and me and b have have developed <laughs> an awesome relationship and i love like we go up there now it's to the point sometimes katie will even be like hey i need you to you keep grandma happy she likes you the best and i'm like dude you got it me and b will roll we'll hang out and it's all good mm-hmm. and she does oh you're so sweet i can't wait to meet the baby like, oh she's the best I love, I love her i love her too i don't even know her she's teaching me italian yeah she did because she knows some phrase she knows a lot of, i think she's spe- i don't know if she speaks fluent italian but she speaks a lot of italian and i've always wanted to learn italian right I, but I'll, I'll i feel like italian is just classy Span- spanish yeah. i feel like like I, I hear spanish and it's so fast and rigid and rough and italian is just i don't know it's cla- like you know we're america we we speak English, but then maybe you hear the Brits talk and it sounds a bit classier. Right. Same thing. I feel like the Italians just have a classier version of Spanish, but I it's not Spanish, it's Italian. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but grazie. Mm-hmm. Oh, even that. Like, Why don't oh. you go learn it? Get that. What's that thing called? What's Babble it called? Is the, Babble? Is, there's, a, there's an app oh, called right. Babbel that I'll probably use at some point. Because my goal, I told you this, my, I, I have like one of those lifelong goals. And now, you know, we've got a baby girl on the way, but maybe when she's a little older, Aunt Jenny can take her for the week and we'll um, go to, uh, I'd, lo- I'd love to go to Italy. Katie, let's see. Maybe for my 40th. I'm 36. Maybe for my 40th, we go to Italy. And uh, I would just love to, I'd love to learn the language mm-hmm. and then spend a week there, like learn enough to be able to have conversations and then just be able to speak Italian for at least most of the trip while I'm there. Like yeah. they, they say that, because that's like such a scary thing to potentially learn and try, especially when you like get to like the restaurant or whatever. Oh, yeah. And this, the waiter has no idea like that you're American or whatever. And you're just, you just start going, like you start going. But I would love to. They say that though, like people like who do that, who challenge themselves like that. Like if you get once you do it, they say it's one of the most fulfilling things you'll ever do. Oh, like I'm it. sure it is. I remember we went to Spain though, and I had taken five years of Spanish in high school, and I thought, oh well, I'll be able to at least pick up on some or say a little bit. N- nothing, and I'll tell you why because they speak so so fast. fast. Slow down, Spanish speakers. Yeah, I mean, if they could just break it down like my Spanish teacher did. Right. <laughs> Donde está el baño? You Rojo. Know? Right. Rojo. Now that I. <sighs> right. You getting a text? What do we got? Yes, What's sorry, Matthew's here? texting me, and I was you know when a family text, I just sorry. Hey, hey, look, sure it's podcast. Whatever, we check texts. We, we do get check texts. texts. Um. 
Okay, sorry. No, this is kind of a private thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Gonna talk about... Tell me how awesome. Shout out to your husband, <laughs> by the way. Your husband's starting his new business. Congratulations I'm to. I'm so happy for him. Divi Wealth Management. Let's yeah, go. I'm so happy for him. I am happy for him. It's just it's a lot of work starting your own business. Um, That's and... another thing. Almost like what, learning another language, and then going over to that country and trying to speak it regularly. Mm-hmm. The. People, a lot of people cannot believe what we do for a living. We have the guts to just talk in front of people. And that's just for, it's just not a big deal to me. I don't think think anything of it. Something far scarier, in my opinion, would be that, would be having to, um, would be, I'm just going to start my own business and like, I'm not going to have any source of income for the first couple of years or whatever. That is insane. Like what? No, it's terrifying. Well, and I was terrified when he, at the idea of doing it, but I do think that you, when you believe in something and you, you know, my husband's a smart, smart guy and he has invested and saved wisely for us over the years. So we were were in a position to be able to do it, but it is terrifying because when you work for another company, there's just so much pressure and responsibility on them. But now the pressure and responsibility is on him and it's, you know, so far so good. And I think he'll, if anyone can do it, he can do it. Hey, he's building it though. Like he's doing yeah. big things. Yeah. You've given me some updates about like how he's doing so far. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's, he's killing. Shout out to you, Matthew. It's pretty cool when he comes home and like, um, you know, a deal will go. He's a wealth management company. And so don't even ask me. Like it's about investments and money and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't, it's truly out of my wheelhouse. But I, he came home and he told me about like a deal that had gone through or whatever. And it was funny because he's usually, you know him, he's just very confident and he speaks with a confidence and whatever. And there's he, like, but there's like a calm confidence. A calm he's confidence. Very yeah. even keel yes and not egotistical i say confident i don't mean egotistical just just fair he's just even all the time if you anybody who meets your husband just goes yeah he seems like a confident person yeah not in an arrogant way but just holds himself up right right, right. he's just steady everyone knows what we're talking about yeah and he came home that day and he and he literally had this look of like wow (laughs) in his eyes like yippee i did it (laughs) it worked it's working and then it was really cute because i'm helping them with their social media uh, at divvy wealth d-i-v-v-i wealth if you'd like to follow along on Mm -hmm. instagram and facebook but i'm 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 their social media director because i work for free for them so i uh for now but i know i said look when this thing blows up so it was funny so getting it started like anything you know you start with zero followers and they got to 100 followers after the first four or five days and they, just to see these grown men <laughs> who've created this company, they're like, oh my gosh, we have a hundred people. Let's go. Let's go. And I'm just, I'm so happy every step of the way for each little thing hey, that, you I'm, know, that's I'm, happening. I'm, I'm, taking a, I'm taking a step in life here. This has nothing to do with baby girl. Yeah. I'm taking a, there was an email sent out amongst our, I'm not going to say the name of the company, but there was an email sent out to say there's, there might be uh, somewhere, there, somewhere, somewhere in the greater Kansas City area. <sighs> There is a potential company who would like to, you know, we would we would mention them on the radio and things like that. And in return, take us to flight school and learn how to fly a plane. Mike, the um, weirdest dude, thing dude. about it is that you and I, I think it was an off-air conversation that very day yep. had talked about, you know, like what you have to have a plan B. You have to say if this radio thing doesn't pan out or, you know, if it comes to where I've just I've got to make more money or whatever. Yep. You literally said it that day that you would go to flight school and try to be a pilot. And then when that email came out, I knew you were napping, but I see the email came through and I'm texting you. I'm like, check your email <laughs> because I thought, oh my gosh, it's a sign. You're yeah. supposed to do that. But I think I'm hoping like next week there's a meeting and we, we might, I might be a couple thousand feet in the sky and I might be in control of that craft. Honestly, there is nobody I would feel better about being my pilot than you. And I'm so serious. You were my husband or my nephew who's actually in flight school. There's a certain kind of 
kind of way I want you to be if you're flying me on a plane. I'm so serious. Like, I love old pilots, like the ones you can tell, like, oh, they've been doing this Shout a very out long Sully. time. Right. <laughs> Seriously, you know what I mean? Like, so I, but you're, but you're like very, um, I don't know, you're just, you're, you're put together, you're organized, you, you get us oh, everywhere we need to go. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like to be a pilot, you have to be OCD. Totally. And you also have to be a map nerd. And a geography you are nerd. All of it. Thanks. Yes. Thank you. I am. I love that you're like you're. You just called me a nerd in the nicest way anyone oh could God. possibly be called a nerd. Hundred percent. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Best. Anyway. I have such confidence in but you. But I'll keep you up to date, man. There might be a whole podcast. I might record one from like five thousand feet in the air. Who knows? Oh my gosh. And right in the middle of it, it'll be ten minutes into a podcast, and I'm flying an airplane. And I go, oh shit! I'm sorry. <laughs> Hang on. Like, we're fine. Got it. Back to that Prozac. I'm glad I'm on it because if you were up in an airplane, I would need to be medicated to like. I mean, just because I believe in you, but like just. Sure. It, engines, faults, you know, things right. happen. Yeah. Then we, they, they, we get parachutes. Yeah. Just jump out. And then, yeah. and then, then it just turns into a sky, a free, uh, free mm. skydiving mm. class. Which is also terrifying. Whee! Anyway. Anyway. Right. Well, that's we kinda, it. Yeah. yeah. We, the whole conversation started with death, but we kind of moved into, you know what we did? We started with a conversation about death, mm-hmm. uh, and then we turned it into people um, living their best life. That's right. Wow. I just feel. I hope we inspired you today. Live, laugh, love. Gather. Blessed. Didn't we do this at the end of the last podcast? Maybe this is how we wrap them all up. It's wine o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Random kitchen signs, how right. we end every podcast now? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs>